The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified. We are calling in from Washington, D.C., and we have Todd Thomas on the line and a very exciting guest, Chris Brock. And I have to give a big shout-out to uh, good old Rich Willens and J.B. Zoo. All right. Well, we are super excited today. The selfie generation is getting photobombed. That's right. <laughs> Our guest today, Chris Brock, is taking the selfie to an all-new level with the introduction of his selfie machine. The selfie and your next event will never be the same. The small screen photo booth is out. As you can step into the future with Chris Brock and his team as they are connecting people and saving the world one selfie at a time. Chris, the cloud broker Brock, is the founder of Primary Hosting, a tech startup that is focused on generating leads and sustainable processes for businesses. Primary Hosting offers a business uh, variety of solutions like the selfie machine, data dashboards, and other awesome business tools. We welcome to the Amplified Radio Show a guy who could teach Doc Brown from Back to the Future a thing or two. Welcome, Christopher Brock. Well, thanks for that introduction. Um, hopefully, I live up to the hype. I, I like that, though. Um, we are doing some very great things, so thanks so much for having us on the show. Well, I, my pleasure, Chris, and I'll tell you, this is a show I'm excited about because when you're talking about the word revolution, you're really talking about changing America and also changing the world when you're taking technology at the level you're talking about. And uh, as a matter of fact, I just want to say Daniel came in the office to set up the self-machine, and every single time someone comes in the office, they... They get such a, a kick out of the fact that they don't just get to do a selfie, but they get to have it go on their social media. They get to have it on their phone. So how did the idea even come about? And, and take us back to the beginning when you actually uh, got the entrepreneurial bug. Okay. Well, around 2011, I had already gone to college at this time, graduated, worked in some enterprise corporations, one being in the telecom space, others in education. So seeing that BlackBerry was now competing with the Apple iPhone, I knew the software was going to be the differentiator between a successful company and a company that may not be able to compete in the mobile-connected world, right? So I thought that early on, just by being able to build websites or code a little bit. It was just a cool thing to do. Um, it soon became something that I was able to do full-time. Um, 
after building something for the college that I was working with and had attended, I met up with a guy that I actually worked with in college at a catering hall. He, being in the wedding business, introduced me to the idea of marketing and advertising for the wedding space. So we developed the Wedding Social Network. Wedding Social was designed to help vendors better communicate with brides and grooms in their area. It's very simple. Um, and at the time, we worked from sort of Long Island, New York, to Manhattan and got real lucky. Onboarded a lot of great clients. And from that time forward, I devoted my full-time effort to tech. So that was about 2011. Um, having a varied career in tech, enterprise, I've worked with very small businesses all the way up to um, the largest financial firms in the world. I've worked with the biggest um, um, really enterprise corporations you can work with in the social media and omni-channel management space. Um, worked with some really cool startups and had some really great founders. Um, from that last year, I sort of ran out on the shark tank sort of thing, raised around the capital to start primary hosting to sort of solve some issues that I was hearing out there that working for a company and sort of doing what I was doing prior wasn't able to, um, I wasn't able to really address and help out across the board where I could. The selfie machine was something that we sort of built, um, bootstrapped along with several other products. And here we are today. So, so what was your uh, link to Manhattan? Well, in Manhattan, I went to school at Stony Brook University. That's where I got my bachelor's degree. And being on Long Island is really I was closer to the Hamptons more than I was closer to Manhattan, honestly. So being in the Hamptons, it was a very strong presence of Manhattan, but also um, a very high-end network of individuals. So working in that space very much helped. Early on, we had some really great press about the selfie machine from um, real big um, publications, New York Mag, um, also I think Variety and a few other major magazines covered some of the things we were doing out in the Hamptons um, with photo bombing. And just since everybody now has a mobile phone, we realized that why don't we just broadcast photos to people's phones? And if we're able to be hard-mounted at an event or provide the, the selfie machine on location, providing a very easy and simple way that people as a group could take photos and then get that photo quickly, and by doing this, sort of supersede the printing process, by building Android and iPhone apps for events or letting someone put in their phone number and that's the way they can get their um, selfie from the machine. So any way that we could sort of put technology into the way people were just sort of interacting at venues or events was very important to us. And a lot of it was sort of user testing and seeing where, what would work where and when and how and if people would pay for it. Um, if we could actually do it. Um, now that we've operated for two to three years, we've had hundreds of events, we've taken thousands and thousands of selfies, and um, when we put this into locations, people really enjoy it. So we've had a lot of success and a lot of, um, a lot of good feedback thus far. So when you started this, uh, you wanted to obviously create something that had not been done before. 
at this at this juncture, two or three years later, what are your three USPs, or how many USPs do you have that are uh, put you uh, separate you from the other companies? Um, as far as USP, your, your unique selling uh, propositions. What what makes your self machine so much better and unique from the other ones? Okay, well, one thing that um, coming from a telecom background. We knew that connectivity is very, very important. We're a Verizon Internet of Things partner, which enables us to add the data plans and the data systems and routers to the equipment in a way that we know it's going to work. We're not going to just rely on Wi-Fi. Um, So by making sure that we understand how to stay connected, that was probably um, one of our advantages. Um, the second real advantage that we had was really the time frame of everybody having mobile phones that's ubiquitous and also social networks now being ubiquitous. I think timing has a lot to do with it. Um, and then the third thing that I think we were really able to figure out is how to make a solution that's very fast and mobile and it takes up a substantial amount of space, but it's also very lightweight and durable and um, easy for someone that may not have more than five minutes of training to be able to run events and uh, manage this for their business. And what is the next step for the selfie machine to, to keep it current? And uh, what are the other ones doing that are getting closer to, I guess, the, the technology that you use? Well, as far as taking selfies, I think that it's really about providing services to either consumers or businesses. And you have to really figure out a place where a business can afford to bring you into their business um, and somehow build off of the product you're giving them and make their marketing better or make their services better. Um, So I think that... We're sort of a service provider as well with um, what's there with selfie machine. Other products that are out there, you may not have the support structure and system in place, which does make it more costly. It makes it a lot more um, difficult to deploy. It puts a lot more on your shoulders. Where our system, many of our customers simply um, fill out an online form and when they go to set up their event, it just turns on and everything's ready to go. And we have remote support to help all of our workers out in the field taking selfies, ensuring that their systems are up and running. So I think that's a big advantage. Obviously, there's people say, well, if you're going to take a selfie, why don't you just, why don't you just use your phone? Or I can already do that. Um, what we found is that a lot of events, especially family-oriented events, Weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, um, sweet 16s, celebrations, even corporate events. It's really nice to be able to have other pictures of the people that were at the event. So where this system sort of goes beyond where your technology is at now is just taking a selfie and putting it to Facebook. This sort of organizes your event and ensures that once everyone goes and wants to review the albums, they really can. They can like sort of um, relive that memory of the event. You know, this, this is a really big point, Chris, because I do, I come from the wedding industry and I will say that the photographer has a job to do and they're really working for the bride and groom and they have one perspective and one 
typically one style. If they don't have one style, they might have two. But self machine allows you to actually be your own style and be yourself. And it's it's kind of it's more of a raw uh, it's a raw image that allows people to just have fun. And and it is combining uh, theatrics and drama and, and props alongside of just doing whatever you want to do in front of the camera. And, and as you said, it loads to Facebook Live uh, or wherever you want it to point to. And so people that are not there can actually see the event, but they can also connect themselves to each other because everyone's doing the self-machine. That's correct. Okay, so you have a book coming out. Uh, it's called The Selfie Revolution, and I, I understand that your tagline is uh, saving the world one selfie at a time. That's what we're going with. Okay. I think so. that's what's keeping people smiling and keeping them coming back to enjoy taking photos at events. Um, you know, it's really great when you have the, the kids take their grandparents and take a selfie in front of the machine. Then they send the picture to the mom. So it's really a family oriented device. It's really cool to see how technology can be brought into events and spaces in a way that's very fun and dynamic. So hopefully the book can really illustrate the importance of having social media photo kiosks, um, where they're going. And then hopefully on the second part of the book, we'll have an area of if you're running a business, how you could use this um, both for your brick and mortar or if you wanted to be in the business of actually doing selfie machines in the photo booth industry. And I think there's even a third element. So to break it down, there's the, the private events where the, the branding of the photos would probably be a, a very small factor, i.e. you just have the name of the event and maybe one or two, maybe the, the selfie machine itself would be branded on the, uh, on the photos, but that one's more of a social application. Then there's the event application, much like the one that you did at JB Zoo, uh, Marketing Mayhem, where you were able to connect an audience together at one event that didn't know each other, and the application for that wasn't necessarily business as much as it was uh, event promotion, and you made all kinds of connections, including Kevin Harrington, and I noted that uh, your selfie machine does the same thing the, the Key Smiling card does. It is non-threatening. It, it, it is, makes people feel very excited about just being themselves. Uh, they, there's, no vul- there's no vulnerability issues. And people divulge their phone number just to get the photo in because it's a legitimate, uh, it's a legitimate business. These numbers are not being sold or uh, they're not making a mistake by sharing their phone or their email. And the third one is actually using the self-machine as a business, uh, as a business equipment to generate marketing lists and be able to market to the people that you meet at events. I'm definitely in agreement. Yeah. Three part series. So, uh, what we want to, uh, what I wanted to make sure is I understood in the book that it's really for everybody. It's for someone that's having a party and just wants to learn how to take their party to another level. And it's for people that are in the event uh, world and, uh, space. And then it's also for businesses that want to grow their list. And having a list and having Infusionsoft or whatever uh, software program you're going to use is going to make your business light years ahead of the com- competition if they're not building their list and they don't have a machine like this. So. I think it's it's absolutely brilliant, and it's kind of one of those things. It's part of your marketing budget. Like you'd want to buy one of these for your marketing budget if you're going to events or you or you have an office space where you can collect names and have people actually share that they're at your space with branded photos. 
That's right. And that's really just the beginning. We found that if you have a brick and mortar location, you have a restaurant and you put a selfie machine in your location, now you have a vehicle to communicate with your consumer in a way that you just don't have access to them normally. If you're trying to launch a loyalty program, loyalty programs are great in the food and beverage industry, but what you'll find is that the user adoption, your consumer adoption, that's the foot traffic coming in, they are a tough crowd, and sometimes you've got to make it very easy for people to opt in. With a system like the selfie machine, you can have your guests that are going into your location, they will open the selfie machine, they will use the picture, they will share it on Facebook to their friends, it will be branded to your business, and the best part is you can send them a text message along with the photo to opt them into your loyalty program or to invite them back in a few days to save 10% on a coupon. So there's a lot of really cool further marketing mechanics that you can put in place to build a long-term relationship with your clients. And what's nice about this is that by having something like that in your location and they're pushing it out to Facebook or you're putting it to your Facebook page as well, just your client base coming in, it's very nice that you're creating content. I don't think it's very fair to tell businesses that they need to create news on a daily basis when it's very hard. You have so much as a business owner to create. This really offsets the content creation that you really need to produce because if people see photos coming into your location often, they know that it's traffic. They know that it's a place that they can trust. And if there's the chance that they see one of their friends in the news feed, it's a great way to not only build a loyal base, but turn that loyal base into a group of advocates for your brand. And there's some complexities. I don't know how many, how many studies you've done with regard to the return on investment when you buy one of these machines, but there's a lot to be said for the loyalty aspect. If you're not doing this and you're not connecting with uh, your clients, then your clients that are being connected by your competitors are obviously having a higher percentage of giving their revenue uh, and, and their purchase decisions to that company instead of yours. That's one aspect of it. And the other aspect is that people that are getting shots that remind them how happy they were when they were using your service at your location um, are actually having uh, reminders that they like doing business with you and that if you were to use the photo to say, hey, we saw you had such a great time at the event, would you mind giving us a, a, a review about your experience? You're seeing if they're happy there, that is probably a pretty safe question to ask. And social proof aligned with a, the marketing system of the self machine is just almost an uncompetitive marketing campaign that uh, other businesses couldn't do without that machine. That's right. And it's a nice piece of equipment to put into your business. I do think the future of business, especially in store, will be touchscreen. I think luckily for us, people will touch a screen. I think that five years ago, if trying to encourage people to touch a screen, I don't know how many people would have actually opted in. You know, so I think that as we start seeing in the next few years, we'll start seeing that computer equipment will be better integrated into the business supply chain. 
And marketing will be a big part of that. Um, one of the things that you brought up were like, do you have a case study? And we have definitely several case studies of successes for a return on investment for your marketing. And there's a lot to that. Um, and a lot of ways we can optimize. So we do have those types of um, case studies. But what we found is that even putting the data together for a business, many marketing companies, even sophisticated marketing companies, don't really have the answer to their cost per acquisition. What does it cost me to make a sale? How long does it take me to make a sale? Where are the leads coming from? Which one gets attribution for bringing the lead in? All of this is a very gray area for most companies. And what we found is that we needed to solve that issue. So we have a data dashboard solution that not only like brings in your data from your selfies and the phone numbers that you're capturing or emails, it's also bringing in your web traffic info from Google or your Facebook information or every other social media channel you're a part of brings all that data in, all of your marketing automation data, all of your lead forms, um, your CRM, all in one place. This way, you have a real-time snapshot of the success and performance of your business marketing. And that's the only way you'll really know how successful your business is or how it's doing its marketing. So that's one thing that at Primary Hosting, we made a major priority is real-time data dashboards that not only work with selfies, but just really work for the business. And I'm guessing you're going to have this dashboard graphic and explanation inside the uh, Selfie Revolution book? Yes, of course. And of course you will. I think and, we can uh, put in a, a free trial. A free and, trial well, really? for okay. well, that, any of our buyers of the book. How about that? I think that's a brilliant idea. And, and I wanted to also have you explain what, how do you figure out the client acquisition cost? Okay, so depending upon each client that I've worked with, it depends upon each individual case you're working with. Um, how you can traditionally do it, um, you can, A, say, a business owner, do you have any loyalty membership program in place? If they say no, that business has zero data of their clients. If they say, yes, I have a loyalty program, but nobody uses it, that means they almost have zero data, right? So there's a right. lot of a lot of times where you're going to meet businesses that have zero data, and they just they haven't been able to efficiently and affordably gain numbers to their cost per acquisition. Um, how we typically do it, we put in a platform um, almost 100% of the time that's the best way that we can map your pipeline to make sure that all of your ad spends from social networks and search networks um, are pay-per-click advertising or managed very well, that the pages that we're sending traffic to convert very well, and they also are being tracked. Um, once you have 
all of your pipes for lead generation really set up so you can generate leads. Um, if the company has a CRM tool, once we generate a lead, um, we buy leads based upon buying ads, essentially, and depending upon how many people click on our ads and um, opt in to giving us their information, that all is a metric. And then once we hand over a phone number or an email address to a salesperson, um, that salesperson has to make a call. Do they set an appointment from that lead or do they make a transaction? Does that appointment show up or did that appointment cancel? You know, so there's a lot of different things that need to be tracked um, to really track your cost per sell. And if the company's sophisticated and has the budget to do it, um, there's some things that can be done extremely sophisticated and you can know down to the penny. Other companies, they just need to see a steady flow of leads and they don't need to track um, every every penny. So it really depends upon how the business values certain key indicators in your marketing. And just to emphasize uh, probably the biggest point of client acquisition uh, knowledge is that if, if most businesses don't know what their client acquisition is, most businesses are heading out of business because it, knowing less about your business is allowing your customer, your competition that knows more about their business to be more efficient and eventually just take over. And I, I, I think this point is one of the biggest points in the book, even though the self machine is obviously the, the tool, the vehicle, the weapon of choice, so to speak for future marketing. It's you're actually giving an education to people on how they can combine a self machine with a CRM. And uh, we, we can go into that in the next uh, segment. We're going to be going to break probably in about a minute, but I I think you're bringing up some very big points. Is that when you get a self machine, you actually start taking accountability of how you're connecting with your customers, how you create loyalty programs. So you're you're actually changing the habits and the way someone actually runs their business, and in essence, shift their percent of failure to percent of success. And this is really big. Okay. So I, I, that was one of the things I really appreciate about meeting you at Marketing Mayhem is that you actually were addressing what businesses are failing to, to capture and measure, which is people's traffic and then how to use that traffic. Sure. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I'm sure we captured more phone numbers at that event from very savvy marketers than any of the other very savvy marketers at the location. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. So we're going to go to break, and uh, we, have, we have so much more information to discuss, and then we have... Uh, Another guest is probably going to be coming aboard, so I will see you back at the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. 
Are you pursuing your passions in business? Is your purpose integrated into your brand? Are you telling your story? Building a thriving business stems from authentic communication that serves your audience, champions big ideas, and generates big impact. Learn how to grow your business in a more meaningful way by tuning into the Soul Shill Hour with host Francis Leary. It's more than business development. It's soul and inspiration, too. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. If you are an investor in gold or mining, or if you are thinking of investing, you won't want to miss the Mining Stock Report with Christopher Haugen. When investing in precious metals or mining, there are risks, as with any investment, but there stands to be some great rewards if you know what to look for. That's where we come in with mining experts, CEOs, geologists, and more. The Mining Stock Report airs every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to uh, the exciting second half of the show, The Selfie Revolution with Chris Brock. I am so excited about this topic because it's so cutting edge. It is ultimately changing how business is done and connecting with clients on a whole new level. I also wanted to acknowledge my wingman, Todd Thomas. He uh, just recently got his book cover redone and I wanted to ask him a couple of questions of what the, uh, the feedback has been with a new book cover. Todd, tell, tell us about your, uh, how, how people react to the new book. Everybody loves it and I'm just ecstatic. I'm absolutely ecstatic. It's, it really captures what I had in mind when I was writing the book anyway about having that it factor like, like our guest Chris Brock uh, certainly has and, and, and is bringing it to uh, everything that he's doing with uh, uh, with his group. So I'm ecstatic about it. Everybody that I've shown it to said, wow, that's great. I love it. And, it, it, again, it just really captures what I had in mind when I was writing the book in the first place. Well, let's talk really quickly about uh, the book and the book cover. So, first of all, what was the title before you came up with this new title? <laughs> the title was a question. It was... Uh, tired of having it but not using it, and I wrote that down because I had came, come to a point in my life where I was tired of having that it factor and not using it. And I thought at the time that sounded pretty good. I thought, hey, that question. I'm sure there are other people that are tired of having it but not using it. But then I started. I called the book as I was writing it. You know, it's the it factor action guide, and, and I even put that in there. You know, it's on on the original cover, the it factor action guide. But as as time went on, and as 
uh, people would get the book and were reading it, and they they really would say, you know, that's what it really is. It is the it factor action guide, and it is about having that special something to be great and to do great things, and and bring it out. and uh, And so we decided, you know what? That's what it is. That's what it's going to be called. It is the it factor action guide, and uh, the new covers is beautiful. I love it. And where where can people buy it? They can go to Todd-Thomas.com forward slash book. That's okay. on my website, Todd, yeah, Todd-Thomas.com forward slash book. Okay, and then you can also obviously go on Amazon, I'm guessing, to buy a copy as well, right? Soon, yes. <laughs> okay, soon. So we're going to get that up right tomorrow because I, I want to be able to tell everyone it's on Amazon. So, I, uh, you know, the importance of a name and people remembering it is really the segue to what Chris Brock did with the selfie machine. No one has to wonder what a selfie machine is. And I am actually a victim of my own problem with naming something, but I did do it on purpose. I named the Umbrella Syndicate the Umbrella Syndicate because I wanted it to be a syndicate of members and I wanted it to be an umbrella of companies and services where I could take something like the selfie machine and put it underneath the umbrella. And it allowed me to create a lot of strategic partnerships. The reason I'm saying this is because if the selfie machine was not named correctly, then we may have a problem on how we market it. And then the next thing you know, you don't have a book called The Selfie Revolution. So it was just absolutely ingenious of you to come up with the selfie machine and also buying the domain. And uh, I'm assuming you have the domain for the book all, all good. So you're rocking it with uh, actually owning a space. And, and what, is, what has that done for you, Chris? Honestly, it's done a lot. Early on, it was like Facebook. I ended up with the selfie machine instead of just selfie machine. And I don't always buy domains, but the opportunity came about where I could buy selfie machine from what I'm told. It may be hearsay, but from the guy that owned one of the selfie sticks, one of the first selfie sticks out, um, sold me the domain. Um, and it was probably one of the smartest buys ever because just with the space now, people say selfie machine and it's starting to become almost like a common, um, a common term. And especially when people Google us, we're first, uh, when you do selfie machine. So that's always the most important. Plus well, it's what people like are doing a- with our machine. Um, and we felt that that was important. Sometimes people name their apps things that don't really make sense. We just wanted to be very descriptive. Yeah, it's kind of like owning a space, like being the first to come up with the name tissue, even though Kleenex did pretty well with uh, making their brand a replacement for the, the word tissue. So you, you actually own the original name that you'd want to own for a book called The Selfie Revolution. And I, I can't emphasize enough that when we bring this, this machine to events, it steals the show. It absolutely has lines in front of it. And this is without props. That's what really blew me away is because most of these machines, these self-machines, are cumbersome in size and space. They take a long time to build, and you need props, and you're turning it into kind of a, a mini circus, whereas the self-machine is a spin-it-up tower, roughly six and a half feet, seven feet tall. And within Just about seven, seven minutes, feet. roughly, you have a self-machine that is connected to the Internet, connected to wireless, it would depend on which choice you have, and already pre-programmed with logos in the real estate space to do marketing and actually engage people to have fun with or without props. I mean, that's mind-boggling. Brilliant. 
Well, so you you brought um, up CRM, and I, I wanted to I wanted to get into this the first segment, but I didn't want to cut that short. It seems like you've used the self machine as almost like the thermometer of a business. Like it's, it's your first thing you test a business with to actually see if they know that they have a client acquisition model, if they have a loyalty program, and it seems like you're actually building businesses with their marketing program, their technology programs, and doing a full suite, i.e. your dashboard, by integrating uh, not the self-machine as a lost leader, but as, as really a first tool to help get a business well. Tell us how you came up with that idea. Well, great question. It was actually through trial and error. Um, we've started off first in website creation and design And we thought that was important because we could just build websites better than most companies could at the time. And we still think we're pretty capable now um, at doing that type of work. So we went out to the market and tried to sell websites. And what we found, people and business owners were buying websites in the 90s. And it was 2012, 2013. So we might want to refashion our um, mousetrap, so to speak, to be able to add something a little stickier. Um, what we also found with business owners is that social media didn't really exist to them in a way that was tangible. We were able, if we could convince a business to buy Facebook ad two or three years ago, they've never stopped spending money with us for years now. Um, so that's very exciting. However, some businesses just wouldn't be an early adopter for purely digital plays. So the selfie machine really made social media tangible for business owners because seeing that in their location or having that um, tool in hand makes social media and makes the internet real for a business. And in a lot of aspects, it improves the business because it's taking photos, but it's a very tangible form of social media. Can we replace the word tangible and uh, making it real with actually just the word social proof? Wouldn't that be a good descriptor? It is. Yeah, it's actually proof. That's the perfect term. It's proof that social media works and exists. And business owners, they need that buy-in. So let me ask you that question about the Facebook ad. So you said that when you have clients that were using your agency, your service, to buy Facebook ads that they stayed on forever because you were able to prove an ROI for the spend. Since there are so many companies that ask me questions about, hey, do you guys do ad campaigns for Facebook? One, what distinguishes you from others and how safe is it to uh, hire a company to do your Facebook ads spend? Okay, so great questions. And there's a lot of quality developers out there but there's not a lot of people that are developers that buy advertising. And I think those are two distinct concepts that in the world we live in now, they're connected. But five years ago, the PR company and the guy that's building your website were different people. Um, Now I think they're interchanging. And sometimes you may have a very smart developer in-house to build your website, Buying ads is completely foreign to them. I would recommend any time possible having an expert at least advise your ads or take some courses on ads because you're actually spending money like 
Wall Street. Um, you also want to make sure that your digital platform to capture leads or make transactional sales is functional when you turn on ads. Ads are a very big boy play or big market play. Um, so when you're putting real money down, you got to make sure you're going to get that return on investment. So that's where I think that um, a lot of companies need assistance when you buy ads because you just don't know what you don't know. And typically when you're running ads, um, you're missing out on, on so many things if you're not experienced on running ads. Um, that so, being said, like running ads for big businesses, they have bigger budgets and they have different priorities. Um, so for businesses and figuring out all of this, it's just been too expensive until, you know, really until today's world where a business, a small business can put a dedicated budget and see a real return on investment for that budget they put in, but they really pay to play and pay to be there. What uh, kind of returns are considered reasonable when you have a, a proficient, uh, Facebook ad expert? Well, that depends upon a lot. So there's there's successful businesses and there's like not successful businesses. So sometimes ads and traffic won't help if there's no defined workflow. But um, if you're working with a business that has a very specific workflow and can deploy it, or if they're doing a restaurant promo and they can take the seating and they can just do the work and their food's good and consistent, um, they can they can do just unbelievable launches. I mean, twenty to one, um, right? Thirty to one. If they're selling software, five thousand to one. Um, if they're selling managed services, ten or twenty thousand, or automobiles, like five or ten thousand dollars sales off small budget buys. Um, so I'm let's working talk, let's with. Talk about, uh, let's talk about two examples that are uh, relevant to Todd and and even myself. So. We work with lots of authors, leaders, and speakers. What would uh, an ad spend look like for uh, Todd to have his book go uh, successful? His, his book is about leadership and speaking and, and actually managing projects so that they turn into wins. How would, how would you approach something like that? If the book has a price tag to buy it, we do need to give away a chapter or a promo code or some type of incentivized um, landing page or some type of incentivized promo code or maybe a little bit about the author or a video on why that book's important, you know. So as long as you have that right pitch, um, when we're running ads, I'm sure that you can get people to your page for 30 cents or less without working too hard that are interested and engaged with that topic. You can probably get them for 10 cents or less if you have video, you could probably get them for pennies to view your videos and um, click through to your site. Um, and just if your content's compelling or your deal's compelling or you have a good product, um, one of the interesting products, now this is the power of Facebook, whatever your audience is, you can get in front of them. And you can get in front of them today. One right. of... The startup clients that I have, they're a great company. They're called Gecko Tech 3D. They have a cutting-edge 
hardware solution for 3D printers. They have retrofitted all of the popular 3D printers, that their build plates, okay? So where the mold, when you're doing a 3D print, where the actual build happens, where the print sticks to the, to the bottom plate. What they found, people were breaking the, the 3D mold or the, the process was slower. Their process speeds things up. I couldn't tell you a 3D printer anywhere in my network where I live other than the CEO of Gecko Tech running Facebook ads. We've generated over 130 leads for him in less than 100 days. We are upping his traffic by just unbelievable amounts of traffic that are engaging with his brand on social and on his site, and they're doing transactions. Um, so no matter what your audience is, even if it's as strange and niche as 3D build plates, you can find it and build revenue streams using uh, That's data. a great illustration. That's a great illustration, again, since uh, we have Todd, who has a book, and a lot of people that listen to us are leaders, authors, and speakers. Going back to Todd and his book, what would be considered a, uh, a good, a reasonable budget to test on a Facebook ad, if he was to hire you, what would what would be something you'd recommend, and how long would you recommend the play be to make sure these ROIs is where it's supposed to be? Okay, so great question again. So we have a small business bundle, and we have some Facebook ad packages for clients at Primary Hosting. We do a two hundred and fifty, five hundred, a thousand, twenty five hundred dollar tiers, um, right. and that's just sort of on the monthly and the customer sort of chooses. Anything over that, um, and we do quite a bit over that, um, really depends upon the budget and the campaign. So, um, like, some clients are well over $10,000 a month or more. So, um, it just really depends upon where you feel comfortable. I think with a small book launch, a $250 or a $500 campaign are great ways to test a 30-day period of launching a book or launching a product. Excellent. So this tangent that I did uh, has a couple aspects that I'm going to close the loop. So with the selfie machine, first of all, if you had a, a book launch and you had the selfie machine, you could have each person holding the book and having the information about the, the author or the logo or whatever going out on social media. But secondly, you could attach an ad spend to anything that is related to the selfie machine's capture and then market that capture along with the Facebook ad and really get a dramatic uh, increase because you're hitting it twice. Is that correct? That's right. I mean, an unbelievable hockey stick growth. Right. Some of our, and you can get them a la carte. Selfie machine is a great a la carte solution and people love it and don't need to go any further. But um, if they do, it just um, pays tenfold. Yeah, because I, I think that that is the magic of what you are actually introducing into the marketing space and the internet space and the, and the event space, the business space, is that this is by itself going to do wonders for your business. It's going to add an accountability aspect, especially if you bring a consultant in like primary hosting to look at the numbers and see how you integrate the self-machine to actually look at client acquisition and loyalty. But then on top of that, if you have a reasonable ad spend and you want to test it out, and get an ROI of 20 to 1 or higher, you're actually going to get massive results because the self-machine is already connected to the world you want to be 
with, and that world is now marketing for you, and you're paying on top of that to show the confidence you have in that marketing world doing its job. Because we are connected to who we like, think like, and feel like are on Facebook. Facebook makes sure that the algorithms of what you want to be interested in and why they want you to stay on the, their site as long as possible is that they are measuring all the time what you're clicking on, what you're interested in, uh, and, and what you're not. So they, they, they stop putting stuff up that you're not interested in. So this is really huge that the self-machine is going to direct you without an ad spend, but with an ad spend, it's going to really, it, I don't even know what the number would be for actually how much more growth you'd get, but these are very wild cards being put together. Okay, so here's one real-life example. There is a corn maze, Swallier's Farm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. They put the selfie machine on their farm um, for their corn maze two weekends ago. They have already taken 800 or so photos and captured that much data and information. And all those photos went to their Facebook page. Um, it works out of the box. And the best part about this, this group is, are farmers and hands-on and not tech geeky people that are ready to just fix computers at any whim. They needed a solution they just turned on and it would work and do everything for them. It's worked the last two weekends for them extremely well and they're seeing a lot of growth on their Facebook page. Well, you know, Chris, when we said we were going to do this program together, I never told you what questions I was going to ask. I never prepped you. And I'm going to put you on the spot, much like I do a lot of my guests. And uh, you can decline the answer because uh, we didn't prepare this. But since you're doing a book called The Selfie Revolution, I'm guessing that you have some incentivized options for people to get the dashboard or to, tr like you just said, you'd let people try it out on a trial period. And by the self machine, I know the, the self machine retails for about $5,000. If someone was to go to your, your website, the self, uh, selfmachine.com or primary hosting, and they typed in a word, I know you don't even have this prepared yet, but if they typed in a word like amplified, would you save them a little bit of money? Is there some type of discount you could give them for coming to your site and inquiring about the self machine? Sure. So we can do a really nice discount system for your um, groups. We can do a discount to um, $3,750 for our selfie machine, which is a discount of $1,250 for anyone that would refer to the show that would contact us or um, anyone that wants to go online and contact us through our online forums. Okay, that, that's a ridiculous discount. And uh, tell you what, so that we have this measurable, this is, how long is this good for? I mean, I know you got your book, the book is coming out in December um, for the holidays. Is this kind of like through the holidays? Is How, how long can you keep Okay, so we can do a... Fire sell through uh, through the end of the year. So if you buy it in 2016, you're good. 2017 prices are going up, and it's a new fiscal year yeah. for us. Yeah, it's Second a new thing, We have an amazing small business bundle. It's the complete digital marketing that brings leads to your business. You do not get the selfie machine in the small business bundle, but you will get a complete landing page web 
website that generates leads. It's well connected across social and search engines. An Android app, an iPhone app, a data dashboard, $100 in Google ads, and $50 in Facebook ads. We're $1,500 down, $249 a month. So the Selfie Revolution book is really a necessary business book because you're making problems disappear. You're creating offers inside the book that are almost no-brainers. I mean, I really would actually call them no-brainers. And the, the savings of having the book is they just type in Amplified and they get $1,250 off. Is that correct? That's correct. That is, that is extremely generous. And uh, I'll tell you, we're going to do everything we can to help you get this book out uh, as soon as possible because I really think that the, the business climate has a lot of fear right now. They, they don't understand social media or they're, they're apprehensive to take risks because they don't know what their client acquisition costs are. They're, uh, they don't know how to use CRMs. And, and the difference of the companies that do know how to do this are they're grown. So it, there is actually the distinction of if you know the answers to the questions that you ask people to, to find out what you need to do for them, the ones that have the answers, you probably find you can only help them grow so much, but you're, they, they know exactly how to buy in with you because they see the value of what you're doing. The other people that don't have these answers, they're possibly in fear. That's right. We're there for the business. I mean, we want to hear your issues, your competencies, where you're seeing your business, and we're going to work around. We want to be your tech guys. We want to be your tech team. We want to be your tech company. So we'll give you some small wins immediately and hopefully get buy-in long-term to build a sustainable digital-driven company long-term. So that's the goal. And if we're doing it with selfies, this year, we're all part of the selfie revolution, but in three or four years when there's something new, we're going to be on that cutting edge tier as well for businesses. So we never at an affordable rate. I, and I totally get that. And, you know, this book is going to help illustrate how safe these, uh, these experiments are because you, you said you're playing the big boy game, but technically the way you've got this mapped out, you're able to make adjustments very quickly and you're constantly studying the trends of the Facebook ads as well as how the technology is working. So let's go to the anatomy of the selfie machine because uh, I, I, I brought up quickly and didn't go into any depth at all about how brilliant this design is and how cutting edge is technology. So let's start with, I guess, my most exciting part, which is the new router system <laughs> that you said that you're sending us because we're, we're buying our third machine now. And I, I'm thinking that this is just going to be a monthly call to you of, hey, we got a new location, we need to have a self-machine. So let's talk first about why you picked that router and how cutting edge that router is. All right, great question. Um, what we were able to do, and especially important in the United States, we have teamed up with Verizon directly. So we're able to turn on Verizon SIM cards and manage data plans at an enterprise scale. So that gives us a lot of ability to troubleshoot at an enterprise level, which is awesome. Our solutions, we are working with a higher-end solution and a mid-tier solution. It's really up to the business to decide. We have a cradle point solution. We also have a Mophie network 4G LTE router. Um, both work phenomenally well. Um, there's a small price point difference between the equipment, but we work with both. Um, what's really amazing with this 
system. Um, the real reason that there's we have two offerings, some of the clients that we are working with um, are now using our routers to run their DJ booth or to run well, Tell, tell you what, lights. Chris, you wouldn't believe this. I lost track of time. I was so in. I was so in enthralled with everything you were saying. So I want you just to share again how people can contact you, and we're going to do uh, hear the rest of this book when the, the book comes out, okay? Perfect. How do people contact you? So, so you can always check out SelfieMachine.com, or you can visit us over at Primary.hosting. Just put Primary Hosting in Google search, and we're the top to choose. So Primary.hosting, SelfieMachine.com. Awesome. Chris Brock, you've been amplified. You're awesome. I can't wait for the selfie revolution to come out and change people's lives and their business lives in 2017. Have a great night. You too. Thanks a lot, Ken. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.